Hi and welcome to season two of Says Who. I'm so excited for my guest today. She is Wendy Braun and she is an accomplished actress with over 80 IMDb credits, a success breakthrough expert, and the CEO and founder of ActorInspiration.com, where she's helped actors all over the world overcome obstacles and create lasting success. She's currently enjoying her third season, recurring on Netflix Atypical. And, you guys, this is so exciting. She has a free gift for every single one of you who's listening. She's gonna help you rock every audition and uh, a little insider tip. I actually use this also for pitching uh, and for, for other interviews as well. So you can just go to mygiftfromwendy.com. Hi! Hi. Without make it easy. Yeah, it is easy. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Congrats on all your awesome work with it. Oh, thank you so much. All right, so let's get started by saying, tell me a little about yourself. Well, let's see. Uh, I am a born and raised Midwesterner. I am from the northern suburbs of Chicago, where all the John Hughes movies were filmed. Uh, in fact, I remember growing up telling my mom, like, you have to take me to the mall. Anthony Michael Hall is going to be there and I need to meet him, um, which is kind of funny because I was very like into, you know, he was like the geeky guy in all the movies, but I felt like he would get me because uh, I was like a tall geeky girl at that time. And um, so, yeah. Anyway, um, then let's see, I, I went to Indiana University, wanted to go to LA. My dad's like, no 18 year old of mine's going to Los Angeles. So I went to IU and studied theater and, and um, communications and I came out to LA uh, five days before the earthquake, the Northridge earthquake of 1994. Wow. Yep, and I, I called my mom like the minute it happened and I told her like, I'm fine, we had an earthquake, but I'm fine. And then like all the phone lines died, so that was a good thing. Um, and on the conversation she was like, oh honey, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna come back? Like, how are you, are you gonna stay? What? And I was like, well, it's 80 out, it's January, and we're watching the pool shake. I am staying, you know. <laughs> so I stayed, and I've been here ever since. And um, I've been blessed to be working actor for the last 20 years or so, and, uh, and now I'm married with two kids, and I, I'm living my best life, I guess is over with it. I uh, love it. Yeah, it's, it's been a great ride. I love it. So at some point, yeah. You decided you were going to be an actor. Was that something that, that, that you knew right away when you were young or was it something that you kind of came into? Yeah, you know, I mean, I was, I was 5 foot 10 at age 13 and it kind of looked like this. Like you'd walk <laughs> around trying, in junior high to try to fit in meant like just, I literally was like the girl who was too tall. And that, I have total goosebumps telling this story because it, I, I guess it still affects me, but um, then I got I, you know, my mom always said I was like, would dance to the phone. This is back when the phone was on the wall. You would dance. I would dance to the phone. I was always like performing and we would do talent shows. Like in, every time we had a party, it would be like the Braun family talent show. And I would always dance or sing. Um, but I remember being tall and awkward in junior high. And uh, I got cast as the scarecrow in The Wiz. And I still have goosebumps telling you that. I, I um, took all that awkwardness and I mean, just organically and instinctually used it in the role and it was like so freeing and so fun to be like, you know, I don't think I knew all that at the time, I just was like, this is fun, you know, I, I didn't walk around going, I'm so tall and awkward, you know, <laughs> but looking back, I realized that 
um, performing sort of saved my soul at a time where I didn't fit in. And, you know, I think a, probably a lot of, you know, we're all like the unlicked cub, I think. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's my story. So, yeah, um, seventh grade, Scarecrow in the Wiz. Um, just, I was sold. But I, I wasn't like, now I'm going to be a professional actor. You know, that was just really fun. And I continued to do shows and plays and musicals in high school and, um, and from there, yeah. So did you go to school, uh, for college for acting or was it, or um, was that a backup career thing? Um, you know, I did, I did, um, study theater. I minored in theater and majored in like communications. It was like definitely the, the parents had an influence maybe and, um, but it wasn't, I mean, they actually always encouraged me to follow my dreams, but I wasn't, uh, I didn't go to like, you know, a, a theater school, which for years I was like, oh, she should have gone to Juilliard or, you know, you do all that math. Um, but I had an amazing college experience that, um, like choreographing shows and in my sorority and, and studying theater and doing all the, doing a lot of performing, you know, so it was a great sort of platform. And then I came back to Chicago and did a ton of, I was dancing at the time, so I studied Hubbard Street and did a lot of, I was like, um, uh, an intern at a casting office and taking classes. And so I, I was constantly sort of studying and working on my craft along the way. And actually a casting director who is now a big casting director, she and I were interns back in Chicago, wow. like at Jane Brody Casting. <laughs> and uh, and I went on to become an actress and she went on to become a casting director. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is very cool. Yeah. Uh, so at some point you made that, that leap to say, uh, now I'm going to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Interesting timing. Right, right. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you did make that, that leap, was that, uh, a planned thing or was, was there an incident that that kind of pushed you into I should go to LA? You know I remember walking down the street in like December with a girlfriend of mine, one of my best friends and you know I just looked at her and I was like can you tell me one reason why we live here <laughs> in Chicago in the freezing cold and you know and so and she she moved to New York and I moved to LA and I realized like I wanted to pursue TV and film and she wanted to pursue like musical theater and um, it was in that moment we we both like went our separate ways and we're still in those cities so it was kind of that moment of going who am I going to be if I continue to stay here what do I want to do and and my brother had lived out in LA and so I, I would visit and I was like you know what I think I'm going to check this out I have no idea what I'm doing but I'm going to go it was very naive which is probably a really good thing because probably, if you probably. knew how it would go you probably wouldn't go <laughs> exactly and then you miss out on a lot Yes. So uh, obviously you arrive in Los Angeles and instant success. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, it's funny, my, my girlfriend still jokes with me. I would, back when Backstage was the paper, uh, I would like, I would do, I would, you know, submit to Backstage and, and I definitely started gaining a reel of doing like student films and then I got cast in a lot of indie, indie films, like shorts and independent films that would go on and went to Sundance and all these film festivals. So that's really how I got my start was doing that and then I did, started doing commercials. Um, the longer story is I was turned down by like the top 10 commercial agents, I don't know if you know that, uh, when I first got here maybe like in 95 or 96 um, and they all told me no and I definitely cried in my car on the freeway a lot. I've done that. Yeah and uh, it was just a, it was just about picking myself up after rejection and getting really good at that. That's why I'm still here. It's like I found a way to master um, all those moments of like failure and rejection, which I definitely had. It wasn't like I got here and they were all like, come on, this way, you know. Um, so yeah. 
one of the things that uh, I think is really great is not only did you kind of master that and, and learn your uh, how to work your own mindset, but you now are bringing that gift to other people, to other actors, and I love that. Thank you. Yeah, that has been just like such a gift to me to, you know, it, it's. I think it's something I've always wanted to be able to do both. Like I'll be on set and I'll also get an email from someone who just booked a job, whether they're in literally like Switzerland or LA or New York, thanking me for whether it was my audio, like I got a meditation or my course or something. And to be able to do both, it's like, I. my friend said, she's like, you've been doing this since you were 19. Like you were putting motivational quotes in our sorority. Like I've always been that girl. Like guys, you know, I was always, sort of that leader in that way and so uh, of, of taking whatever I learned and letting others know how it, how it helped me, you know. And, um, and then it just obviously has morphed over the years, but I, it's bigger than I could have ever imagined as far as the gift it's given back to me. You know? That's amazing. Yeah. That's really wonderful. So was it, you said it, people recognized you as the, the motivation, as this, this sort of good mindset person. Was there a point in your acting career um, where you made the decision, other people need know, to know how to do this, or what kind of led you to make the decision to actually be yeah. a, a businesswoman? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny, I, I remember very specifically, I had booked, it was like in 2000, I remember dates really, I guess it was in 2007, <laughs> and I was on, um, I had booked uh, A Perfect Getaway, it was a film, and I went to Puerto Rico to shoot this film with Timothy Olyphant and Steve Zahn, and I was there for a bunch of days, you know, where you work the first day and then maybe you're there three days and you have another day. So I had a few days in between and I, and I had just gotten married and I told my husband, like, I want to create this website for actors. And he was like, well, when you're there, you know, stay the extra days. Maybe I even stayed days after that and, uh, and, and, and do it, you know, and he encouraged me to, to, to do that. And I was like, I just need, as I often still say, I need three days in the hotel room to figure this out, you know, just quiet time, you know. Um, so yeah, that's what I basically did. I, I remember literally going up to the like business center where they give you like crackers all day and, like, and whatever they'd have. It would be like muffins in the morning and then it, there'd be like a crudite and, then, and I, I'd be sitting there like all day long. People were like, do you need anything else? You know. Um, and I basically just came up with what I wanted after inspiration to be. It was sort of born there. And the funny thing about it is my first logo, I didn't put myself on it because I was very like, well, Sandra Bullock's not helping anyone else. Like, I can't be an actor and be helping people. It's not what actors do. So I literally, if it, and I have like a, you couldn't find it now, but an old rendition of my website was like actor inspiration with literally the, it was the Caribbean. And I was like, realized it was because I was like looking out at the Caribbean like the entire time. And then I realized, well, isn't that what every actor wants to be on set, yes. a day off, looking at the Caribbean, you know? Yes. So I don't know. But it was like the ease and flow of like, it can be easier than we're making it. There were, I did tie in that feeling of like, what do we really want? You know, what do you want after you get the job? What do you want your life to be? And so, anyway, so yeah. They like it. Yeah. You also have a husband and a family. I do. Tell me a little bit about the life balance there. You know, it's, I always say like you need a sense of humor and a really good calendar. <laughs> um, in my house, like if it's, this is so like businessy, but if it's not scheduled, it's not real. Um, so like if we want to do something, whether it's plan a vacation or the, or clean the garage, <laughs> we have to sit down and say like, or a lot of times I'm definitely instigating the like, so when are we doing this? Like, when can we put it on the calendar? Because if it's on the calendar, then we get up that day and go, guys, guess what? 
we're cleaning the garage, or guess what, we're going to Mammoth, you know, so. Um, but my husband's also an actor, so literally every day is like, what are you doing tomorrow? And we live, which gets you very present into just today, because we do plan for vacations and plan for things, but a lot of times we're, it's like the minute I get an audition, he's the first person I call and go, I got, you know, an 11 o'clock tomorrow at noon, can you pick up the kids and take, you know, like that. And, and I have a life partner who's like on the same page and we're both very fortunate to, you know, love each other and like each other and work that out every single day. And there's days it's just, you know, it's crazier than others, but um, we try to make it work, you know? And because of that, we are there for our kids a lot, because we can be home a lot, which I'm really blessed to say I've like seen their first steps and I've been there for all of it. Um, but there's also times we're shooting and the other person is like, you know, hey, he lost a tooth and I'll take a picture of it, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's really, I think, balancing being present. So then you're not guilty that you're not working or when you're working, you're not guilty that you're not home. It's trying, and I still work on that. It's not perfect, but it is trying to just be mindful and even using my own tools. I'll read something and be like, wow, I wrote that? That's really good. I should follow that, you know? <laughs> Half the reason I'm writing everything is for me to remind myself, you know? Um, and that it's helping like actors all over the world is awesome. But a lot of times I'm like, yeah, I should probably be present and sit for a minute and, you know, and then I try to, try to teach them some of those things along the way without seeming like I'm teaching, of course, you know. I like that a lot. So, uh, I have no good segue here, but we are going to move into the lightning round. Okay. All right. All righty. Wendy, welcome to the lightning round. Hey. All right. Tell me, what episodic show should everyone be watching right now? It's a limited series, but When They See Us is, I think, important viewing for every American. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, or all of them? Netflix! You know, partly because I'm on it, but yeah, Netflix. <laughs> what is the, your favorite TV show growing up? Oh, growing up? Uh, Three's Company was like super fun, even though my mom like didn't really want us to watch it. That made it even more fun. <laughs> what book are you reading right now? I am reading uh, Brian Cranston's My Life in Parts. I'm so actory, that was so actory answer, but it's really good. What book are you planning to read next? I am going on vacation and I'm going to take The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success with me by Deepak because that never gets old. It's great beach reading. What is the last country you visited? Uh, Mexico. What country uh, would you like to visit mm. if you haven't? Uh, Bali, Thailand. What is the best gift you've ever received? Mm. Um, this ring from my husband, actually. Uh, a surprise ring at Christmas. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. It's lightning round. I won't tell a long story about the ring. Just the ring. <laughs> <laughs> the best gift you've ever given? I just gave my friend for her 50th birthday um, a night at Terranea for her and her husband. That was, that was good. On a scale of 1 to 10, how good of a cook are you? Mm. I'm like a 7.5. I'm getting better. <laughs> what is your favorite meal to prepare? Um, I'm really good at Parmesan almond crusted salmon. Thank you. It's so easy. Like why didn't, I think now that I have videos on Tasty, I've gotten better because I can see how easy it is. Uh, with a side of asparagus and some couscous. Come on over. <laughs> breakfast or no breakfast? Breakfast. After my celery juice, 20 minutes later. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Coffee or tea? I'm on, uh, so, okay, it's lightning round. Um, celery juice, I guess. Tea, 
Sorry. <laughs> what is the last set you were on? Atypical. What is, or sorry, who is someone that you would love to act opposite of? Mm. Um, Will Smith. If you could be anyone else for a day, who would that be? J-Lo on her It's My Party Tour. <laughs> if you had a superpower, what would it be? I would say flying, but my kids would be like, Mom, say teleporting because you could get there way faster, so. Teleporting. <laughs> Do you have a hobby? Uh, motherhood and <laughs> container gardening. <laughs> succulent gardening. I love succulents and putting them in really pretty pots. And my friends are like, you made that? So yeah, I guess that's bad. <laughs> what is your favorite band? My favorite band? I mean, I'm old school. I, I do love the Eagles. Do you play an instrument? I play a little piano. If you could uh, master one instrument other than the piano, what would that yeah. be? Um, guitar. Who was the last person you sent a text to? Uh, my husband. What is something that makes you laugh no matter what? Uh, tickling my children, I guess. <laughs> of your autobiography be? Dream big. If they were going to make that autobiography uh, into either a film, a television series, or a piece of theater, which one would it be? A television series. And who would play you? Me! <laughs> uh, or, you know, I know you ask that sometimes and it's like, if not me? Uh, no, that would be so sad because they'd be like, we need a name, a bigger name. <laughs> I guess Deborah Messing, but me. <laughs> She'd be my understudy. <laughs> What is the best piece of acting advice you were ever given? Uta Hagen, trust your instincts. What is the worst piece of acting advice? Uh, those articles that are like, you know, get inside the casting director's head and try to figure out what they want. Please don't. Just go back to trusting your instincts and just, yeah. On a scale from 1 to 10, how excited are you for your life right now? I'm like a 9.5. I got a vacation coming up and life is good. <laughs> What would you do differently if you were starting out as an actor? Hmm. Um, I would worry less and play more. If there was one thing that you could tell actors who are just starting out, what would it be? Hmm. To worry less and play more, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to like, don't wish you were further along. Don't spend your days saying, I should be further along by now, whether it's the guy, the girl, the career, any of it. Just be in your life and know that you're meant to be where you are even on the days it's not working out and you will have a much happier life than beating yourself up for where you think you should have been by now. It's all working out for you. If someone wrote the perfect part for you, what would it be? Um, the perfect part? would the perfect part that I would perfectly get cast in would be a suburban mom who is kind of, it was funny and awkward maybe, um, but Moonlights is a superhero at night. <laughs> and finally, what does creativity mean to you? Ah, mm. oh, it means freedom of expression, truth, um, time going by without you knowing it total presence, and love, sharing your love. And I think it's what we all actually seek to do, to find. And those of us in this profession, just got goosebumps again, who can find that? Whether you're on a set or not, but just find that in your day, you're living a creative life.
Yeah. Wonderful. Well, now we get to move on again. All right. <laughs> we are at the point where I am about to ask you James Lipton's questions from inside the actor's studio. Um, so I think. <laughs> it should be. I, you know, this is, these are questions I think almost any actor, or every actor has sort of been excited about and practiced a little bit. So I'm excited that I get to um, actually yeah. ask them. Me too. All right. Wendy, mm -hmm. what is your favorite word? Abundance. What is your least favorite word? Cruelty. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Um, someone who's passionate about what they're doing. And what turns you off? Mm, someone who finds negativity and criticism in everything. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Try not to say it around my kids. But what sound or noise do you love? Uh, the sound of my children laughing. And what sound or noise do you hate? The sound of my children fighting. <laughs> you can't avoid it. You gotta deal. But, you know, it's part of the evolution of their bond. So, but it's... I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? Um, I... This is the weirdest thing. I would love to like work at Mark's garden and like just make gorgeous flower arrangements. Not like high-end celebrity weddings that are really stressful, but just like in the like uh, like in the back. I always think you'd have a table like this and you just like make flower arrangements. Yeah, I, I guess that would be a florist. I guess that would be a florist. What profession would you not like to do? Uh, an accountant. And Wendy, finally, mm -hmm. if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Mm. Um, what a beautiful life you lived, and what a legacy of love you left. Like that a lot. Well, Wendy, what a beautiful interview you've given. Aww. And I appreciate it very much. Thanks Thank for you. coming in. Thanks for having me.